There we go. What's going on, man? Not much. Dude, thanks for doing it. I know yeah. I've been I know I've been I know I've been harassing you for the last like two months, but I was like, he'll he'll crack eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no no worries. I was just uh focused on the fight, you know. Yeah. So uh, what are you feeling like a million bucks, dude? Yeah, I feel I feel good. You know, it's good when, when the hard work pays off. Yeah. So Yeah. What it what okay well I know you, no one else no one else none of my followers do. Explain introduce yourself and explain, you know, who you are and why you're such a badass. Um, yeah, my name is Jesse the Viking Erickson, uh, is my nickname for MMA. Um, 10 and 8 is a professional mixed martial artist, uh, black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I was recently featured on a reality show called Man vs. Bear on uh, Discovery Channel. So, just like, you know, living life to the fullest, entertaining people. Yeah. Trying to make memories, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. Um, what is it, let's just jump right into it, what is it like when you, when you win a fight? Like, what is, obviously, I, I think I've, I worked bar security, and I think I've been in a fight, like, twice, and by fight, I mean, like, me and, like, ten other bouncers, like, tackle the drunk guy, but, <laughs> you know, very, uh, very, uh, very fair, uh, confrontation, but even then, it, it, it all happens so, like, it's so fast, when I look back at it, it almost seems like I like it didn't happen because it's just this weird adrenaline punch. What what is it yeah. like when you're actually in front of a ton of people and you win? Like walk like what yeah. what is that like? Walk just tell me you know and no you know it doesn't need to be some cheesy. Well you know we work hard and we win. No like what is it like? Like you feel like a dragon just like or a bear like I just destroyed that guy. Is it like a flashback to like caveman times? Like just. Or am I just crazy and it's nothing like that? No, it's, you know, you touched on like a couple of cool kind of details. So when you get into like a, like an altercation, like on the street or, you know, like in a bar or whatever it is, like there's no time to like really think about it. It just all of a sudden, boom, you're fighting. Yeah. Uh, so you get that like immediate adrenaline rush. Now imagine like going to bed every night for, for eight weeks, knowing that like on this day, I'm going to get up and I'm going to fight a guy that's been training for the same amount of time going to bed thinking about I'm fighting this dude in eight weeks, like getting up every day and working hard in the gym. Like that's a, that's a whole different kind of feeling, you know, um, there's still like those, that adrenaline rush and, and everything like when, when you do fight, but, uh, it's just it's just different than like a like an immediate kind of like street fight it's just where it's there there's no thinking about it preparation just all of a sudden okay boom i'm i'm fighting Mm -hmm. but uh but with mma when you're you know you you just train for one guy for you know a long time and uh it's really it's really rewarding when you finally get to to fight him and then your game plan and works out and like everything that you've been drilling in the gym um, the things that you've been practicing and preparing for all comes together in that moment. And I'm not going to, I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, you know, you know, I, I really like, uh, MMA, but I don't like hurting people. Like, no, fuck that. Like you can be a golfer if you like, you know what I mean? You can play, there's a thousand sports you can play that have nothing to do with hurting people. Okay. 
some level of you have to enjoy the physical violence. And I know I absolutely do. Like, I don't want anyone to be like permanently disabled after I fight them or like have to like hospital, like necessarily like, um, you know, especially this guy, like he was super like cool leading up to like, he was a top prospect in new England, like, or like a, just a genuinely nice dude. We've got mutual friends and, you know, Maine's a small state. So like when you fight another, uh, you know, guy from Maine, especially somebody like that, like your the odds are, you know, them a bit. So like, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I, I like it, man. I like, I like the feeling of like hitting someone in the chin and then, you know, not getting knocked out. I like the feeling of like grabbing their arm and, and wrenching on it until they tap or the ref stops it. I like the feeling of choking someone unconscious. It's, it all makes me happy. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude, you got, you gotta, yeah, you gotta acknowledge that and own that. I think it would be, I mean, first of all, if anyone, like, anyone that would get upset at, like, oh, you enjoy fighting, it'd be like, you're a pussy. Like, this isn't for you. Don't watch it. But, like, <laughs> I think, wor- I think the second, maybe even worse than that would be someone that's like, oh, I like it. I like fighting. But, like, no, it's just, it's technique. It's all about the, like, no, dude. Like, there's a visceral, like, like you said, like, you, I enjoy choking someone out. Like, I enjoy, like, you know, putting him at in that spot. Like, you gotta, you know, like, in, in college, when I, I use always used to like break curves on like organic chemistry and physics and stuff, and you know people would have to drop the class because of me because there'd be no curve, and like I'd be lying through my fucking teeth if like that didn't get me going. Like you know, yeah. like I didn't want people to drop these classes. I didn't you know I didn't yeah you know, I wasn't happy that you had to retake it that summer. But goddamn, if that doesn't give you a little little juice, like fuck yeah, I'm a fucking killer. Yeah. If that doesn't if that doesn't straighten your chin out a little more, like I don't know what does. It's yeah, but like you said, it's not like it's not like you're trying to put someone in the hospital. It's not like you know. No, I wish them nothing but the best. Like when we're done fighting, yeah. like while we're fighting, like it's it's fucking killer. Be killed. Like Absolutely. if I if I don't do my job and try to finish the guy, if you show like an ounce of mercy in there, like. That could be the time where you get, you know, reversed, and and then they they're the ones that's that are knocking your teeth out, or yeah. you know, breaking of yours. Yeah, so. they're, they're not they're not slowing up for you. I mean, this is quite a jump in an analogy, but it's like when it's like when scientists in like 1950 were saying we shouldn't develop the hydrogen bomb. Truman said, "Yeah, it's terrible." He said, "Can the Russians do it?" And they said, "Within five years, they'll be able to do it." And he said, "Well, get on it then." Because he's like, if if we yeah. don't, they're going to. It's not that we want to. It's just like the other. You can't you can't bank on the other guy being like, well, I'm gonna go easy too. No, you gotta you gotta rip his fucking head off before he rips off yours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I've I've seen Josh, the guy that I fought. Like I've seen him like mess some people up. I've seen him break someone's you know shoulder before. Yeah. He's not he's same. He's the same way. I don't think I like did anything to like I caught a Kimura submission. I don't think anything. I'm not sure if anything like popped or whatever. He seemed like pretty good after, so I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything too bad happened, but like, but yeah, I've had other fights where like it's it's been better or worse. You know, yeah. like uh, the person tapped in time, or I felt some stuff pop, or yeah. you know, I've uh, I got I got a nice knee knockout one time where I felt the guy's face just kind of like break. Oh, um, I felt his nose was kind of like crumple under my knee. Oh my and, god! Uh, like as soon as it, like as soon as I felt the impact, I was like, "That yeah, that dude's not getting up. There's no need to jump on him." Like you know, when the fight's over, like most of the time you're, 
you know, you land like a clean shot and you feel that guy's consciousness leave his body. Like there's no pursue. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, man, that, that's some, yeah, that's some killer shit. When you leave his consciousness, leave his body. That's, it's like, that's like in so many words, not saying when I took his fucking soul, like, like Jesus, dude. But yeah, it's, yeah, you like you have to have that mindset. Like coffee. Oh yeah. Go, go get coffee, dude. Uh, uh, my, yeah, my wife just oh, okay. came home with the coffee. I'm um like, can I get that? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, sorry you didn't have your coffee, dude. I, I woke up and oh. I I woke up and I did a the speed mile at the gym. I don't even know why I'm calling it a speed mile. When I run I get shin splints, so I just did like a power walking mile, so I looked like a sixty year old mom, like you know, like high elbows <laughs> doing my mile, listening to music and I'm talking to a fucking MMA fighter is not the same but there's, there's nothing wrong with that like as long as you're getting up and moving every day you know what I mean like it keeps me keeps me working. doesn't matter whether you're going for a walk or you're doing rounds on a heavy bag or you're doing MMA like you know get your exercise in or, or stealing somebody's soul like you um, <laughs> so you said you know when the fight's over I don't know anything about fighting I mean and I'm just saying that like I mean, I truly don't know the first thing about it. Um, how how do you know when it? I mean, obviously the the officiator or ref calls it, but for someone like you've been training this long and you know that it's kill or be killed, it's a zero sum game, and you you know you put your knee on someone's face and you feel it you know give way, and so you don't jump on them and you don't start pounding them. How do you how do you decide not to do that? Because I imagine if I'm just putting myself in your, and I'm just looking at it from my point of view. If I'm you, as long as that whistle hasn't gone, I'm gonna, you know, unless I literally see his like eyes roll back and like blood coming out of his ears, like I would keep going because it's like, what if he gets up? What if I? What if he gets up, knocks my ass out, and I'm looking back on this, you know, for a one year, five years, ten years, like I thought I had him down, and I started walking away, and then he got up, and he. So how do how do you know when to when to not keep going? When to not to try to keep stealing a soul that isn't even there? <laughs> that's um that's a hard one to explain really, like if you haven't been there, but like okay. if you so I'm not gonna pretend like I'm some like knockout artist or anything like that. Like I have like two knockouts and then a lot of submissions. Like I'm a jujitsu guy. Two more than but, I'll ever have. <laughs> but like when you when you hit somebody like clean and it happened it's happened in the gym a lot more than it's happened like in the cage but like i know you can kind of feel it like when you when you okay. catch someone it, it just they stop moving normal you know what okay. i mean like they don't okay they just become like a dummy like it's okay. just you can feel like they're like i said like their consciousness kind of like leave their body like it's it's a, it's a i'm not gonna lie it's a really cool feeling Fuck yeah, um, it is. when you Fuck get yeah, it they is. just brain shuts off you yeah. know like um but yeah like and if i if i recognize that like i'm not gonna like i'm a sportsman you know like like this is you know this isn't war this is like a sport um we're you know we're trying to we're trying to win for sure but like when the fight's over the fight's over mm-hmm. um so like if i if i a guy and i recognize like uh he's he's knocked out like I, mm-hmm. i'm not gonna jump on that dude and like see how many more times i can hit him before the ref like mm-hmm. uh try to stop me like it's not like he was like 
you know, talking shit about my wife or something mm-hmm. beforehand or, or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I'm not got no bad blood towards the guy. We're, yeah. we're doing a sport, you know? So, yeah, it's, uh, you can, you can recognize, like, when it's over. Like, I've, I've had other times where, like, you, I've hit the guy and he's, like, slipped or stumbled and stuff like that. And that's different. Like, it's not the same kind of feeling. Like, you're like, oh, well, I got him good, but I gotta, okay. I gotta stay on yeah. him now. Yeah. Um, but, like, when you hit him and, like, you feel stuff, like, break in their face like probably that dude's not getting gonna get up or you hit him and like you see his chin go and he falls down like, yeah and, yeah like there's no there's no need to like be a d-bag and like pound that dude anymore you yeah. know yeah but and i guess it's maybe almost like playing basketball like some shots you're like that one looks good but every once in a yeah. while you'll like you'll toss one up and like you don't even need to look at it because you're like that's in like it's just you yeah, know that yeah. feeling where it's just like <laughs> it's like it's like that's in that's in fuck off I'm I'm running back down the court. Um, mm-hmm. Are there are there any people that don't have that uh, basic human kindness oh, that you have? So many people, there's so many people. Yeah. I fuck guys like that, man, like that. That I know, like man, if I don't beat this dude, like he's gonna. Uh, He's, he's gonna keep going uh there's this one dude that uh he kind of had a reputation for like going a bit after the bell um i think he got suspended in maine because he like the ref had to like physically pull him off the dude after he knocked him out like Something the guy just guy. wasn't stopping and uh i you know i fought him and like i, I won by arm bar in the first round and i remember like after i got done like i rolled over and like looked at him and his eyes were like glazed over like just rage um for one that's not like an effective way to fight like you if you're fighting that emotionally like there's some there's some holes in your game already you're not thinking right Uh, for two i was like shit he might hit me still even (laughs) i just won and the fight's over like be ready to go but then once he like calmed down and like everything he was super cool like i got a beer with him after and everything like that but some people i think just have like a more difficult time like shutting it off when it's time to yeah. shut it off you know like they're just kind of like stuck in that mode for a little bit longer yeah yeah it's like uh do you ever watch any of the batman movies dark knight yeah i'm dark... a marvel guy but i've watched a few yeah 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 <laughs> like the like dark knight rises when batman's fighting bane and batman's just like throwing every punch and bane's like you fight like a younger man like admirable but mistaken <laughs> I feel like that's what it's like if you're going in emotional, just, you know, blind rage, you know, and maybe it's a good game plan if you can catch someone in the first couple seconds, but it's like sprinting in a marathon and, you know, in all of my wisdom of, 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 of fighting, but yeah. Um, so are there people that aren't, I mean, this is obviously the number of people in the world, there's always, it's going to be a yes, but have you encountered people that don't they're not cool at all after it like win or lose Um, it's like it's still like fuck you like like they've mistaken it for they've mistaken it for literal war uh no i've been you know like some people i feel like take like longer to like shut it off but um for the most part i've been pretty fortunate like my opponents have been um like a lot of people i fought are like super close friends now Mm -hmm. um so like I've, I've been pretty fortunate in that regard i haven't any anything too crazy happen or anyone uh other than the one story that i told you like where the guy's eyes looked like they were still glazed over with rage and stuff 
Um, I was not sure if he was going to be done right there or not, but uh, uh, yeah, other than that, no, everyone's like been pretty cool, like before and after and everything like that. Like I, I've seen, I've had 20 something MMA fights now between my amateur and pro career. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen like all levels of it. Like I've seen guys like, some people like try to get in your face at weigh-ins and like intimidate you. And I'm like, dude, I don't care, man. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been here before. Like you can puff up your chest and act tough. Like we're getting in the cage the next day. Like why, why waste your energy right now? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to smile at you, man. Like yeah. I don't, I don't have anything like to prove right now. Like we're, we're fighting tomorrow. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's, there's all types of people obviously in the sport but uh i've been fortunate that like most of the guys that i've faced and and worked with are are pretty reasonable like after and stuff so yeah now what's what is the psychological game like what is how much how much does it play into it or is that just some romantic like hollywood thing like you gotta get in his head or is there literally like is there are there tactics no there's um there's definitely like tactics that you know you can kind of employ like i i don't really like try to play like any like psychological games with my opponents like leading up to the fight really like i'm confident in my preparation but like there are some things that i look for so when i'm at like weigh-ins like when i when we're doing the stare down like and you look into the guy's eyes like that's like pretty telling right there like are you is he meeting me is he looking me in the eyes or is he looking at my forehead is he looking at my chin like is he does he not want to make eye contact with me and then when i get in the cage on fight night like and i look across the cage uh some people will like meet you will meet your gaze and you know kind of like then you're like all right this motherfucker's game he's he's ready like this is gonna be a a fight Mm -hmm. and then some people are really like timid like they won't they won't look you in the eyes they're they're looking everywhere but at you yeah i'm trying to like stare into your soul like right before i fight and like see see you for who you are and uh like if you won't look me in the eyes then like that's uh that's usually like a good indicator that there's some fear that i can exploit there okay now now maybe i'm looking too deep into this would that be a tactic would that be a tactic to not look into someone's eyes and act timid and give them a false sense of you know i can draw blood you know they look at you and let's say i'm let's say it's you and me we're going up and i'm you know i'm looking at your forehead i'm looking at your chin i'm not meeting your gaze you and you and you're going okay like there's some fear i can exploit but what if that's entirely could it be entirely planned where you're like i want this guy to just even if it's one percent i want him to get one percent out of his comfort or one percent more into his comfort zone because he thinks that he's got me like yeah i suppose like someone could um i mean we're talking about guys that hit each other for money too. <laughs> i don't know how fucking deep most of them are to be honest with you. <laughs> uh some of them yeah i wouldn't be surprised uh they could be trying to play like that level of mind games with you but i don't really for me in particular it's not going to really matter like i'm you know i relish the idea of the guy like being ready being the best version of himself and and uh 
being prepared physically and mentally for anything that I have to offer. Like I, I just want to like have a great fight, man. Like my favorite fight is probably, uh, uh, Rory McDonald versus Robbie Lawler. Like when they like just beat the piss out of each other and they come in between like the, I can't remember which round it was or whatever, but like Robbie's face is like his lip is split and he's like screaming and like, like that's, that's the type of stuff that excites me, man. Yeah. Like I, I'd love to have like a fight like that. Yeah. So like when you're like wanting to do something like that, you're not really like too worried about like little things like, okay. You know, kind of mind games he's playing. Like when you're like, when you're absolutely prepared and you want like the bloodiest war that you can, you can have in the cage then it kind of makes everything else a little bit easier. You okay. Know? Okay. Okay. So my dumb ass, I'm over there trying to play like mental no, no, chess. It could, it could absolutely like, uh, that's not dumb at all. Like, uh, it, there's absolutely some merit in that. Like some people probably are playing like those level of tricks on people, you know, but pro- you probably aren't going to see that like as much on the local level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like you'll see like UFC fighters at weigh-ins like looking up, like, I don't want to look you in the eyes. Like, you know, you don't deserve it. But okay. Um, so yeah, there's definitely like, there's all kinds of things that you can do, but yeah, you gotta be prepared for whatever. Like, you know, is this guy like mentally bulletproof or do I see like some sort of weaknesses? Mm-hmm. You can tell like from their other fights too, mm-hmm. like, watch like kind of how they behave like before, um, some of their other fights, like check them out, like at their weigh in video, like check out their, uh, how they act before and after fights. Like when you're watching the tape, it's not. There's a lot you can learn from a fighter beyond just like what he's doing in the cage while he's fighting. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are some some uh, mental advantages that you can get, uh, kind of like you're saying too. So yeah. you're you're on the mark with that for sure. It's it's well, it makes me think of there's some like Mike Tyson YouTube clip. I remember seeing it years ago because Joe Rogan was talking about it. But it's Mike Tyson talking, and he's like. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm wrapping up my gloves in the, in the locker room. And he's like, I'm scared to death of this man. I've had dreams of this man. Dreams of this man beating me. Dreams of failing in front of my family. And as I get closer and closer to the ring, my confidence is building. I'm scared to death, but my confidence is building. Getting closer to the ring. And when I step into the ring, I'm a god. And he goes, I stare him in the eyes. I stare into his soul. And if he looks away for even just one microsecond, it's a chink in his armor. I know I've already won. He might last a round or two. But I know I've already won. So that's yep. what I was thinking of is like Dude, that's a hundred percent on the money right there. Um that was that was like how I I've had a lot of fights where like I've not experienced like any nerves like leading up to it, like to the point where like I've had friends and cornermen, uh a good buddy of mine, Mark Giovi, that used to corner me from uh from mass, like when I was first starting out, he used to always say like he'd like shake me he'd be like you're like you're ready to fight like you like you haven't like really said much like you're like super zen right now yeah. like you like be excited like you're about to fight someone and i'm like oh yeah man no it's yeah. nothing nothing get it worked up about just yet you know yeah. and like it's like right up until the walkout and like he was right man like because i had a lot of fights where like i didn't really experience any nerves and then like you get in the cage and then it all kind of hits you once and it's like a tidal wave yeah uh, this fight was a little bit different for me. It was more like, you know, how you just described it. I was, um, the, the guy that I fought was, uh, he was a top prospect, man. He was seven Oh and one. He had one draw against the guy that was on the ultimate fighter. Um, seven, 
seven uh, wins. Uh, they were touting him as like you know one of the next big prospects in in New England and the country, really like top ranked. He was like in the top 100 in the country. Mm-hmm. So I was a huge underdog. Um, I think it was like uh, when I checked Tapology, uh, it looked like I think 95% picked him to win, 5% picked me to win. Um, so like. I definitely like had some like nerves like leading up to that. Like I'm not gonna lie and be like, no, I was not worried for a second. Like no, like I was. Yeah. But it was healthy. It was like healthy nerves. Yeah. Like, before the fight, I was like, oh, yeah, like, and even like before wins, I was like, ooh, you know, like, yeah, maybe he'll miss weight. And we want him to fight or something. Like yeah. every, all these like weird things like run through your head like right before like, and of course like if something like that happens, then you're devastated. Yeah. And you're like, no, I didn't really want that. Like, but yeah. um, like your mind kind of like plays these little tricks on you and like it, I, I got a lot of it this time but it was it was the healthiest thing because like when it was time to fight then as I started to like warm up I was like I'm so ready for this man yeah. like, I worked so hard this training camp and like everything's every, everything's working in in my warm-up like I'm moving the way I want to move I feel comfortable I feel relaxed we make the walk out towards the cage like there's a little bit of nerves but like they're starting to die down yeah, I'm I'm cage side now, and then I just like uh, a lot of times like before you fight, you get like wicked like dry mouth, and like you need some water. I remember my coach being like, "Do you want some water?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm good, man. I feel great right now. Like I'm yeah. so relaxed, comfortable. Like it, it was like everything kind of happened the way it needed to happen. Like yeah. I got comfortable at the right exact moment. The nerves worked themselves out right before I got into the cage, and then when I got in the cage, I was. I was like, here we go, it's showtime, let's do it. And yeah. the nerves were gone. They were gone, it was time to fight. Yeah. Did you take a soul? <laughs> no, he's good, man, he's good. Like, I'm sure, well, like I said, Maine's a, Maine's a small state, and yeah. he's already, like, hit me out. We're going to cross. We, we'd cross-trained before this fight. Uh, we've got mutual friends, like I said. Uh, uh, he trains with like a really close friend of mine um, in Thai boxing, and um, like I'm sure we'll train together again, you know, soon here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, he's talent. He's still going places, man. He's, yeah, he's this is he's gonna learn more from losing to me. Like he'll he's got the potential to accomplish much more than I have. Yeah, you know, he's seven one and one. I'm ten and eight. I'm thirty two. He's younger than me. Like he's he's still on everyone's radar. Yeah. Like this is not like the end for him. This is just the beginning. Like yeah. I look forward to like helping him with uh with some jujitsu and like seeing how he develops and and yeah, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be probably the best thing for him. He hasn't lost in a long time and sometimes that's just the kick that you need to like uh to come back stronger for the next one. So Yeah. What's um what's what's in the future for you? Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm 32. I'm going to be 33 in April. Like I'm not, I'll never retire. Um, I think it's cheesy cause like everyone, you know, everyone in MMA, they, especially in the local season, like it seems like every day, like oh, I'm retired and then they take another fight. And like, I just think it's cheesy. So like, I'm never going to officially retire. I am a fighter. Um, it's what I love to do. It's part of who I am. There is no retirement for me. Like, eventually i'll just kind of naturally stop um i've already slowed down a little bit um now i'm just taking the fights that really excite me mm-hmm. uh i'm not doing this because i think you know i i want i don't have necessarily goals to be 
a UFC world champion or anything like this. I do this because I fucking love to fight, man. Yeah. I, I love combat. I love martial arts. Yeah. Um, been a martial artist my whole life, and I do it solely because I love it. So I'll fight when something comes along that piques my interest. Um, you know, I'm just looking for like the next adventure, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, how, why why don't you have a I just for me for my OCD psychopathic mind I'm always goal orient even even this it's like podcast like podcast this is podcast number thirty three like today I'm gonna get to thirty three like mm-hmm. if I don't have a goal like I'm I'm dead if I don't have a goal like you know, like after after John passed I didn't have a goal for like five years yeah. I think I think I probably aged fifty years in five years because mm-hmm. it was just eating mcdonald's and drinking and like it was just like there was no there was no fight in me versus like deciding like oh i want to build a podcast it it has breathed life into me like i've lost 17 pounds since i started this podcast like just thank you it's just like i like sleep better i meditate more it's like because i have a goal doesn't matter what the goal is for me i have to have a goal so i'm just looking at it through not not criticizing you i'm just looking at through my mindset if I was a fighter and I wasn't retired, I'd, I would have to have a goal. Now, I also understand that I'm fucking crazy and not everyone's like me. But so wh- how, why don't you have like a just, yeah, like um, I want to get this many wins or I want to do this and or, or do you and they're just different goals. Do you have different 2020 oh, yeah, no, goals? I, I always I definitely have goals, you know, okay. um, I'm beyond being just a like a fighter like i'm a coach mm-hmm. like i've got i had uh like 11 teammates fight on the same card as me um that i wasn't able to corner and and uh be there for as much as i would have liked to um but the rest of the guys at the gym and the rest of the coaching staff uh dustin vina uh, my assistant mma coach and the head striking coach at, at my gym central Maine jiu-jitsu um like picked up the slack big for us um and, and cornered like all these dudes so i'm going to take like a like a back seat um for myself for like a little bit and okay. just focus on developing my guys um i have i got tons of goals man um i want to coach i want to coach some guys to uh to the ufc um Fuck yeah. I've, got, I've got other goals too like it's kind of uh one of those things too where like i don't really want to like show all my cards no don't I mean? yeah like yeah. everybody like i like i kind of like like to keep some of my goals Absol- to myself absolutely to home um that way people aren't like have ah, you ain't gonna do that yeah. like Dude, just I, watch I, you know yeah. like just wait and see what i do because i'll do something special yeah um so I've, i definitely got some things in you know in mind and some plans but uh i'm gonna play those cards good you know good close yeah. for now yeah but like i'm i'm always looking for competition too so like um, I think I'm gonna maybe like jump into some jujitsu tournaments too to stay active. That way, I can still focus on like cornering and coaching the guys for MMA, but like keep competing myself. Mm-hmm. I want to do some more things with uh, with CrossFit too. Like uh, I'd like to develop my strength a little bit more too. There, I got a really good coach over there, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel Nutting, CrossFit 196 in Lewiston. She's amazing. Shout out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, my other team, uh, Recon MMA uh, in Westbrook, Maine, they, they're awesome too. And they've given me a lot this fight camp. They've, they've, a lot of those guys have worked super hard to like uh, get me ready for this fight. And 
I want to give back to them however I can and, you know, help some of those guys get ready for for uh, their fights as well. So okay. we've got we've got goals, some short term goals here, too, and um, we'll work on those um, while I keep uh, some of my long term goals like in my back pocket. I'm still working towards them just a little bit slower and uh, just kind of like just keep grinding, you know, yeah. like every day. It's a new adventure. Like get up and and hustle. You know how it yeah. is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, I get you entirely. I also get you with the not every goal needs to be put on public display. It's, yeah. I really do think there is something to keeping it to yourself and and not in just you know. There's one way. Like you don't want to give away all your battle plans. You know, mm-hmm. but even goals you have where where it tactically doesn't matter. It's not like. It's not like you're, you know, it's world. You're a World War One general, and you don't want the other side to literally figure out what the fuck you're about to do. But I think there's something about, even if you, okay, let's say you're a World War One general, and your goal is to invade here and do this, but your goal is also to lose ten pounds. Like, it, it might, it's almost as beneficial, I think, to maybe not tell everyone you're trying to lose ten pounds. Like, I, I think there, I really do believe there's something to that, where it's almost like. Not to get all like spiritual hippie and shit, but I feel like the less people that can know about it, it's the less people that are doubting it. And he, like personally, I don't give a shit when people say like you can't do things to me. Like, dude, I was I was a meathead until I was until I was twenty. I like almost failed out of college my freshman year, and I decided I wanted to be a doctor. And I remember my advisor telling me like you should maybe think about a different career. And I just remember thinking like fuck you fuck everyone you know like fuck everybody and i got 4.0s try, try like choosing martial arts as a career path too yeah like, yeah you you get a lot of like you know same same thing like you got like what you can't how do you make money doing that like yeah just don't worry about it let me do my thing and, yeah uh, like i'll take care of that <laughs> yeah there's definitely some fuel when people say you can't like it's it, sure. it's just and i loved over three years just I had to get nonstop 4.0s and I did it and I got into medical school and I just remember thinking like fuck you fuck everyone but there was also a lot of times where I would kind of play down my goal and be like yeah you know I'm not sure if I want to get in maybe I want to do nursing or dentistry because it was almost like if you didn't put your goal up on some like pedestal for everyone to piss on it, it almost seemed like it was kind of easier to get there sometimes. It'd be like no one knew what I was doing. So I could be like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to try to study for this test. And then I'd go in my room, I'd shut the door and be like, I, I studied like a motherfucker. But it was like, you know, after 12 hours, open the door and be like, yeah, you know, I studied like an hour. Like there's almost something about even with this podcast, there are like there are plans I have for this that I don't put out there. And it's yeah. also like what you said, you know, you want to make money doing MMA. Do you know how many looks I get when it's like, you got into medical school and I didn't go. I decided not to go. I turned it down. Yep. It's like, you could have been a doctor and you're, you're podcasting, like <laughs> talking about like shitting your pants and drinking stories. Like what the fuck? And it's like, you know, like some of it's like, some of it's fuel for, you know, it's like, you know, everyone else that got into med school with me, they're now all, you know, it's seven years later. 
right now they're all wearing white coats and they're in hospitals and here i am at 9 30 in the morning talking to you and you're like yeah i fucking stole a motherfucker's soul you're like i felt this <laughs> i felt his nose give way like a pine cone under my knee like you know it's like yeah it's yeah some people give you some looks but so part of it does fuel you because you're like fuck you like you, you know watch me like you know right. you know those who say that those who say that it can't be done need to get out of the way are those who are doing it like that quote's awesome but sure. you i think you're right there's something about like i don't know maybe it's like a it's like a spark maybe it's like a little flame like a, a match during a rainstorm like you can't let everyone see it sometimes you gotta just hold it close to your chest and when the time's right burn down the fucking forest but yeah. not not promoting arson but like it's yeah, it's not always for everyone. So yeah, no, I I, I get that. I get that. Um, do you uh, do you meditate? Is that at all part of your? Yeah, I actually do. Um, Hell yeah. We were we were doing it like as a family for a little while too. It's pretty cool. cool. Like we were we had. I'd like to get back into that, but like we had like kind of a little like bedtime routine where like me, my wife, and my son would all be like we'd put on like a guided meditation yeah. on like Alexa or whatever, Hell and yeah. like just all kind of like. And he's he's adorable. Like he's like like sitting with his legs crossed, like home. Oh. <laughs> like, it's so cool. Oh, li- like, little Buddha. Do it like that, bro. You can just close your eyes and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing too. Like some people think like you know meditation is like some like super weird like granola spiritual. Like, yeah. No, that's like that's like exercise for your brain, Absolutely. and you should do it. You're silly not to. Absolutely. Um, it, it, I think it's it's hugely important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do it uh, pretty much every every night, like to some degree. Uh, even just like in my bed, like I typically I'll like read a little bit, mm-hmm. and then like when I'm ready to go to sleep, like my mind's like super active. So mm-hmm. like it's just a good way to kind of like uh, unwind and, mm-hmm. and finally like fall asleep. So yeah, yeah, just about daily, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's I, I did it daily throughout college, and that was that's what allowed me to do that's what allowed me to do the things that I did is you're right. Cause it's at first it kind of seems like, Oh, like, Oh, you're going to go save the trees. Like, you know, some shit like that. But it's like, no man, I I'd meditate. And it wasn't like for the benefit of others. It would be like, I'm going to, you know, I'd focus and I'd get my mind calm and I'll be like, I'm going to fucking ace this test. I'm going to make everyone drop this fucking class. I want everyone to hate me. Like I will, I am going to, I am going to kill the competition. Like, Ochem 2, summer 2012, Professor Hubbard, University of Georgia, 300 kids. I remember the average on the first test was a 55. He's like, well, there's there's normally a curve, but someone got a 99. And I was like, I was, I was like, fuck yeah. And like, I remember I used to like, used to be in lab and people would be like, somebody got a 99. Like that person has no life. Like they're ruining it for everyone. And in my mind, I was just like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck all of you. Like survival of the fittest. But like yeah no meditation isn't some it can be save the whales but it's for me it was like i meditated to like become a killer (laughs) like that's that's but i I, you're right it's 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 exercise for the mind Hmm? yeah exactly you you like you need that to like focus your brain you know like it's your brain's a you know that's a a muscle that gets neglected on a lot of people Um, yeah people like especially in today's day and age like they you know they're on facebook all the time they watch netflix like they don't but like meditate they don't do anything for their brain yeah like consume media yeah so i think it's important to like shut shit off once in a while and just like kind of be alone with your thoughts absolutely and and practice like clearing your mind yeah 
and it's yeah and if there's stuff there that scares you like that's all the more reason to meditate mm -hmm. like you don't you don't beat it by not thinking about it like no, right? yeah yeah like you know like like after john like for years like that's when i stopped meditating that's also when i was watching movies every day you know as soon as that's over get on instagram get on facebook get on twitter get on youtube get on reddit but back to the you know do this do this do this yeah. and you're just it's i mean that is that is a drug it's not in a bottle that you need a bottle opener for excuse me it's not a pill in a bottle it's not you know it's not something you snort but god damn it like sitting there just non-stop non-stop yeah you don't have to you don't have to address any issues in your life you can just kind of go into this like anesthetized just you know cyber coma almost and it's when the thoughts start coming like shit i really need to lose some weight man i need to call that guy back i'm being mean to my girlfriend when's the last time i've talked to my brother blah 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 and you're just like uh nope 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 like you know like the hottest what's trending it's yeah me meditate and you sit there and it's and like the best thing is, is like when you finally gather up the courage to like meditate and sit there and like, I'm going to face everything. It's almost like, it's almost like you called it bluff. Cause it's mm -hmm. like whatever you, that was scaring for me, at least whatever was scaring me about myself or thoughts or doubts or self-hatred, or as soon as you address it, it's almost like that was the test is it just wanted you to address it. Cause once you address it, it's almost like, Oh yeah, no, this is not that. You, you know, you just need to fix it. Like the real test is it's so cheesy, but it's like the real lesson was like that you learned to face it in the first place. It's yeah. I'm like that all every every morning. I meditated this morning. As soon as I sit down, it's like my mind's flitting, flitting, just left, right, up, down. What am I doing? What got to talk to Jesse? Got went to the gym earlier. What am I doing later tonight? What am I? What about? And it's just the longer you sit there and just in out and just that like that and all of a sudden it's almost like it's almost like when there's like the washer machines on or the dishwasher's on and you don't realize it's on until it turns off and you yeah. know you hear that silence and you're like you're like yeah. oh what is that that's what meditation's like where all of a sudden you're like where'd that noise go? you're like oh my god I you don't realize like your mental yeah, you didn't even notice the noise until you yeah. like, took time to like really consider it. You yeah, know? yeah. Your stream of thoughts. You're like, where'd that noise go? And you're like, am I just thinking twenty four seven? You're like, Jesus, that's how the fuck have I been doing that? Um, yeah, it's yeah. Um, not to just you know, <laughs> I realize as I'm going on about it, you know, it's good to like put everything down. Meanwhile, I'm trying to like sling a podcast. I'm like, hey, listen to this in your free time, like you know, <laughs> like oh fuck, maybe yeah, but uh, yeah, no, no, turn this fucker off, go meditate. No, there's oh. nothing wrong with consuming media, especially podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> especially podcasts. Okay, here now, yeah, it's in moderation though. Right. Um, so. I got to ask you not to and me and we're talking about meditation and being focused and not having flitting thoughts. Meanwhile, I take this conversation in a thousand different directions. Can you show me your tattoos? Oh yeah. Dude, those are fucking <laughs> badass. Couple, um, yeah. Like, uh, all right. Quite a bit here. Yeah. Sorry. I'm no, you're so got a little bit to patch up here, but, yeah. uh, uh, this one's like this is quite a bit older. This is like an older sleeve of mine Jesus. here. This is all like, I mean, they're both like pretty much all from like Norse mythology and stuff. Yeah. I've got, got that's Victor so badass, dude. Tattooed on my chest here too, but 
I mean, we can sit here all day and I can show you my tattoos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are badass, dude. No, because I've seen pictures of you with them. Not everyone can rock tattoos. You can rock them like a badass. So that, <laughs> I respect that. Um, what's your What's your future plan for tattoos? What else? Are you ever going to go full face tat? Uh, no, I <laughs> I really want to get like my throat like filled all the way up like packed, but uh, my wife is like super against it. Like she'll she'll come around eventually. Yeah, in due time. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I'm I'm working on my legs right now. Uh, I I got a couple pieces on my legs. I think I'm gonna sleeve out my left leg next too, like kind of like a trash polka style. Um, what's so that's, uh, what's that? that's like the current project. Um, and then I got, I still need to get my, uh, black belt tattoo. I've got, a like my blue, purple, brown belt tattoo on my ribs here. Um, those all came out awesome. But now I've, I always said like once I got my black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu that I get, a you know, like a, ja- a Japanese dragon, like black and red, Fuck yeah. like over uh, like a large portion of my back. And oh, I'm just yeah. kind of like dreading getting it done, but I need to book that that appointment. The back and ribs are brutal. Like that's a, like, I, I'm pretty mellow with like all my other locations. Like they're like, yeah, that's a high pain area. I'm like, that's fine. You know, it's not, not too bad, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm a baby when I get my ribs tattooed. You fight motherfuckers in a cage for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather fight, you know, <laughs> anybody than get my ribs tattooed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, yeah. I'm just thinking that, you're. Yeah. Like you're... One spot that I'm like, oh, I have to get that done again. Yeah, you're. you're but, uh, yeah. So that'll that'll be next, probably my uh, either my leg or the dragon piece. Yeah, what'd you say? You were, you said, you said some pattern. You're something like a would you, something. Uh, trash polka. It's like a, uh, just like a tattoo style. It's like a black, red, and uh, it's got like color splashes and like dots and and mm-hmm. things like that too. You can see some of it's like on my Instagram. I mm-hmm. think my most recent tattoo on there. Um, it's like a like a Viking helmet and cross swords, and then there's like a swirl of like red around it and mm-hmm. like polka dots like that too fuck it i'll just show you it fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah sweatpants on it'll be easy enough yeah Here. oh shit but, yeah so like kind of like that fuck yeah jesus christ dude and Oop. then i got on my thigh i got a. this is like for the man versus bear yeah kind of pod the man versus bear tattoo oh yeah shit i forgot about that that's a badass tattoo dude yeah so like it's all kind of like that art style yeah throughout the whole uh that's sick yeah that's sick shout out to cnc tattoo uh shout out they've been sponsoring me for for years and doing like lots of good work on me so i'm super appreciative of them chris o'leary is an incredible tattoo artist fuck yeah dude give me if they have a link to something give it to me i'll 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 pin it and put it in the description i completely forgot to ask you about that dude what how was man vs bear Oh, that was a wild experience, dude. That was, uh, uh, so I like, I'm just like sitting at home, like doing my thing. And, uh, I get a message on Instagram. that's like, Hey, I'm casting for this show called man vs bear. And, and, uh, I just thought it was like a crazy person. I just ignored it. Like, <laughs> like what is that? And, uh, the next day my phone rings and the, you know, this guy's like, Hey, I got your number from, uh, 
Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, you know, I'm, I am casting for this show, and I think you'd be a good fit for it. It's called Man vs. Bear. What do you think? And I was like, uh, do I fight the bear? And, and he goes, no, but I like your attitude. <laughs> I get you to do this application. And uh, it was a long, long process. But, like, finally we got to the point where uh, they flew me out to to Utah for filming. And, uh, and we did the thing. It was, uh, it was weird, man, but uh, it was a cool experience. Uh, those bears were... Uh, they weren't like main black bears. They were big. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking terrifying, dude. D- yeah, fuck that. Fuck that noise. What? Yeah, like what, the biggest one was uh, Bart the Bear. Uh, he was the the bear from Game of Thrones that fought Brienne of Tarth in the fighting pit. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So like they're well, they're super well trained. Like people are like, it's it's funny like seeing people. Like every, we live in like a day and age where everyone like wants to like bitch first before they know anything. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, those poor bears and the collars they must have used and they chained them up. And I'm like, no, dude, the, the bears were treated a thousand times better than anyone on like <laughs> on this show. It's, it's the middle of summer in Utah and yeah. it's like by noon, it's a hundred degrees. Um, so all the bears have to be done filming by noon. So they like rush us out to like do the challenges and then they back film everything else. So they're like, all right, I'll now do the interview about yeah. like when you did this challenge and now do like this piece. So like the, the bears are like getting like hosed down with water and <laughs> we're standing in the hot sun, like baking and doing these interviews and stuff. Like they were, bears were smart, like, like rolling around playing, like jumping in the water, like having a blast. Like, <laughs> We went to their sanctuary for orphan bears that would have died in the wild, and we get these like dumbass like vegans like online yeah. talking yeah. about like how dare uh, you? Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's not to say all vegans are dumbasses. I, I know a lot of cool vegan yeah. people, but but these these but these dumbasses were vegans very well. These yeah. these bears were treated very well. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was gonna say I was I I was going the opposite train of thought as you were. You're like people are you know they must have shock cause and like fuck yeah i hope they do no they had nothing dude nothing like they were they just uh the scariest one was when they were like running behind us like we had like a 50 yard head yeah. start but uh bears are pretty fast <laughs> yeah. so, like, they're like the bear's gonna stop at this point i'm like well i hope the fuck it does yeah. <laughs> If I ever needed like motivation to run, like I got yeah. it. Run know? from a so. fucking bear. Yeah. Was, so there's no one there with like, like a fifty cal oh, or no, something. They had. Uh, I don't. I don't think anyone had like any guns or anything. They had their trainers there and stuff, but they were like, all they needed, man, was like a little bit of Cool Whip here and there. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. They were, the bears were very like food motivated. Yeah. Uh, well, like, yeah. Uh, well, your point. food. That's yeah, yeah of course they're gonna be food motivated. <laughs> Dude, you you have more fucking trust in those trainers than I ever would. Like, no, the trainers are there. Like, fuck that. Yeah. I want someone with a Barrett fifty cal. Just... Well that's you know, we've grown our, we've grown up around like wildlife and, and hunting and, and things like that. So like we know like wild animals are not like to be trusted but like yeah. the, the naivety of some of these people like on this show dude they're like, Can I pet the bear? I'm like, dude fucking go for it i'm not going to pet that thing like i'm staying over here where it's safe yeah you have no idea what that thing can do to you and all it all it needs to do is like smell something it doesn't like or like it could you could surprise it and turn around and swat you and you're dead like yeah. you have no idea how powerful these things are yeah dude they're fucking they're furry tractors 
They're yeah, tractors yeah, with exactly. They're tractors the with teeth. Too, like I'm like one of the smallest guys on the whole season of the show. Um, I'm 170 pounds. I've got like 300 pound like national champion arm wrestlers and bodybuilders and stuff. And then, like, first challenge we get there, they're like, all right, you're doing tug of war. I'm like, I'm doing what? <laughs> tug of war? All right. And, like, let me buckle in all 170 pounds and grab this rope. The bear grabs the other end of the rope and just, like, twitches his neck. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we'll pick that up on the obstacle course, I guess. <laughs> Dude, I was, was going to say, it's you're like i'm the smallest guy there and i was just thinking like i don't think the size of any person matters versus a fucking no, bear not really not really but i will say uh the dude that the guy that won my episode he ended up winning the whole show um and that dude was a fucking tank dude i can't even tell you how athletic that dude was he was uh he's a national champion arm wrestler um he was like a lifetime track and field athlete before that so he was fast as shit and then once he stopped running like 100 miles a week, he was like, I started lifting. I just got huge. And I was like, I guess the hell you did, man. You're a giant. He looked like he's like, he said he got mistaken for the mountain like all the time. Like people yeah. think he was the mountain. And uh, he legitimately beat the bear at a couple of the competitions. Beat the bear. The bear like wasn't able to pull him into the water. They just told him to let go after he got like all of his points. Yeah. They're like, yeah, like it sounded like the bear was getting frustrated. Like they're just like, yeah, just uh, just go into the water now. You got all the points, and so he let go because they told him to. Yeah. And we did the eating challenge. This dude. So we had uh, like one minute to like eat as much food as we could, like all bear themed items, and each food item was worth a different amount of points. Um, they're like. There was like 10 seconds left or 20 seconds left. And I, I look over, I'm, I'm just getting down to one thing. Like it was uh, muscles, you know, which was like not a big deal at all. I was like, that's a clam dinner in Maine. That's nothing. Yeah, yeah. So um, like, I mean, I mean the muscles and I look over, but I'm not like a super fast eater. I look over and uh, the girl next to me is almost done the bugs, which is worth like one more point. And I look down to the end and uh, Bruce, the, the guy that won. Of course his name is Bruce. Done. He's done. He's cleaned his plate. Like the whole plate is gone and we're it's just chilling and we're both still like everyone else is still eating, including the bear. Everyone's <laughs> eating. She's got a napkin like, hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it was ridiculous. But but yeah, like that that was kind of cool because uh after I ate all the muscles, I was like, shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose um to Christina if I don't like get something else down. I have to eat all of another item. And they said, uh, whatever we get in our mouth, as long as we don't like spit it out, like we'll get the points okay. for it. So I was like, well, time for a power play. I scooped <laughs> up all the silkworms. Silkworms was like the bare delicacy of the day worth five points. And I was like, I need these points. So I stuff all the silkworms in my mouth, oh, oh that, close my mouth. And then they're like time. And I'm like, I gotta swallow these now. <laughs> So, so, so I got all these silkworms in my Dude, mouth. My eyes are I, watering. I'm gonna throw up listening to you. <laughs> they were like the the most joyless gushers. Like like they just like. <laughs> the, all this. I'm not kidding, dude. Cut. I'm fucking nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> they were gnarly, dude. They were gnarly, but I I I got it done. I got it done. <laughs> but yeah, so, dude. I'm not putting on like an act. I'm. 
No, I, I believe you, man. Like, you should have seen the girl next to me, like, when, when I was talking about it, too. I was like, do they squirt when you buy them? And she was like, can you not say that? Oh, uh, shit. Because they did squirt. <laughs> it's like eating a bag of zits. let's wrap this up fuck you (laughs) dude i'm legitimately nauseous i'm gonna i'm not kidding i'm gonna fuck you (laughs) jesse thanks for coming on dude go work out you said you had you said you had to go work out after an hour fuck you i'm cutting it off 56 minutes i don't (laughs) this last two minutes was brutal (laughs) um you got it man Jesus, dude. That's why you do what you do because you fuck. That's shit I don't do. I don't beat people and I don't. I can't even. Let's end it. <laughs> dude, send me the send me the link to that tattoo place and anyone else you want, and I'll uh I'll plug it in and I'll uh I'll put it in the description and I'll I'll tag it in the comments and uh I'll send you the link when this is uploaded, dude. Thank you very much for doing it. Awesome. Yeah. Nice talking to you, man. Take yeah. care, buddy. Yeah. And you're you're a sick fuck. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Peace, buddy. Take care. Take care, man. Later. Peace.